Good afternoon, morning, evening, wherever you're at listening to us this uh, this fine day. Welcome to the 266 Express, the official podcast of Sanger, Texas. I'm here. I'm John Noblet here with my co-host, Donna Green. Donna, who do we have with us today? We have with us Anthony Love, principal of the Linda Tut High School. Hi. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for being here. Yeah, absolutely. Tell us a little bit about Linda Tut High School. All right. So Linda Tut High School, it's uh, an alternative uh, school here in Sanger. It's one of the seven schools. Uh, we have six different programs in the building. Uh, so I'll tell you a little bit about uh, all of them. So we have a, a choice program, which is your high school students who are as, at risk of dropping out or not going to graduate when they're supposed to. So a lot of our students, uh, they, they come to us, either maybe they're behind on credits or certain situations in life have happened, and they just want to get done with school so that they can move on to the next uh, phase in their life. Uh, so we have that program, uh, and then we have a, an 18-plus program. So these are your, your traditional life skill type students that uh, have completed their four years of high school but are just not ready for the next step in their life, whether that's uh, going into the, a work program or going uh, into maybe a dayhab uh, type program. So we do have a, a class for that. Uh, we also, we do have the DAP, so it's the discipline program where students, they, if they make a goofy decision, they come to us for a certain number of days, and then we send them back to their home campus. Um, and then we have three programs that are in uh, our special ed side of the building, uh, which is the Denton County Special Ed Co-op. So we have uh, students, it, and it is a kindergarten through 12th grade, so it's students that come from um, from Ponder, Crum, Sanger, Pilot Point, and Aubrey. Uh, and these are students that have emotional disturbances or some type of behavior uh, disorder. So there are three programs that are kind of mixed in there uh, with that. And with all of those students, our goal is within one to two school years to be able to teach them coping skills and strategies that it's okay to be mad, sad, and angry. It's just how do you express that appropriately so that they can be successful in their education uh, in their educational program back at their home campus. So it's fantastic. Now, how long have you been with, uh, with the uh, Sanger ISD? So this is my eighth year. Uh, I was three years the assistant principal at Linda Tut High School, and this is my fifth year as principal. Yeah, that sounds like a, sounds like a big job. Um, you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes we forget that uh, with – yeah, all the all the things that happen day to day, we forget the emphasis that our um, our school district puts on our children and their desire to see them succeed at all levels. So I'm very appreciative of the programs that you guys have and what you do for the community. Thank you. So um, the school made national news um, not too long ago with uh, the uh, I guess it's the Linda Tut program. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's the, the Linda Tut Grocery Store. Okay, and tell us about that. All right, so it started, I guess it, it started about three years ago. We were uh, fortunate enough to uh, receive a grant with uh, Texas Health Resources, and uh, it was to the, uh, to the school district. 
And so it was focusing on resiliency, building resiliency with our youth. Uh, so really focusing on mental health with our uh, school age students. And so um, a part of that grant um, was the grocery store. And it was actually a very small part of the grant. So, uh, you know, it was kind of funny. It was actually the first year that I was principal at Linda Todd High School. And uh, I still remember uh, it was Dr. Ann Hughes and Paul Juarez. At the time, he was with uh, First Refuge Ministries. Uh, and we had a meeting. I, 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 know I don't recall what the meeting was about, but I remember the next part. Uh, I was out in the hallway and we were kind of walking towards the front office, and we just finished talking about whatever we were talking about. Um, and they asked me, uh, what do you think about putting a grocery store in your school? And so it kind of caught me off guard because it's not a normal question. You know, it's not one <laughs> that you really think about as a principal because, uh, you know, you're, my first year I'm thinking about all my teachers uh, all my staff, making sure that everybody's uh, where there's, you know, in, in the right positions, um, make sure we have the curriculum, our computers, uh, you know, really just getting ready for school to get started. And, um, you know, I get hit with this question. Uh, and so it didn't take long for me to figure out and, and, and to think about all of my students that I've seen in the past uh, that have struggled with food insecurities and, we have a, a program uh, in Sanger with the Friday Backpack program, uh, and so that's you know students uh, that are that may have a, a need for a little assistance with food, um, and so they get help over the, over the weekends. And so I have a lot of students that will turn that away because of you know they're embarrassed or or something along those lines, um, and so they would turn the food away that I knew that they needed. Because uh, when they're at school with us, I know they're getting breakfast and I know they're getting lunch. Um, but over the weekends, uh, you know, I'm a little worried. Over the weekends, maybe holidays, long breaks. Um, and so I said yes uh, to the grocery store. I, I didn't know who was going to run it. I didn't know where it was going to go. I had no idea how it was going to work, but I knew it was going to be good for our kids. So uh, that was at the beginning of the 2019-2020 uh, school year. And so as we were getting the program going, I think our last meeting was in February, uh, right before, you know, the, the famous spring break that lasted <laughs> forever. Um, and so COVID put it on hold, uh, but we were able to uh, start the program at, at the beginning of the 2020 school year. And so uh, it was fantastic. Our, our students um, that were that started with the grocery store uh, were able to, they built the shelves themselves. They put the shelves together um, with, uh, with some guidance uh, from uh, Paul Juarez and because he had a, a background in the grocery business. And so, um, you know, the, the students, they are part of every piece of it because it is 100% voluntary. Because it's kind of one of those things that if you, if you make students or you require them to do something, it's not always that fun. And so uh, with it being voluntary, they, you know, they really have taken pride in it because it's theirs. It belongs to them. Uh, you know, I'm there. The, some of our staff is also there just to help guide or answer questions. Um, 
but it's really it's ran by our students. Uh, and so I still remember uh, it was the the first news interview uh, that came. It was I think it was a, a local um, I think it was CBS 11 I believe out of Dallas. And so I really I thought that was cool because you know I'm thinking to myself. Well, hey, maybe there'll be some schools around here. Maybe somebody will see it, uh, you know. And I just thought that would be, you know, just fantastic. Um, but it was, I think, it was the day that that aired. It was probably the next day, and for the next three to four months, I was probably talking to a new station, a school, a school school board member, uh, a radio station, um, anywhere across the United States or the Canada, UK. Um, I think somebody from Australia had reached out to us. Uh, there was a guy from an island, I think in the Caribbean, um, that had reached out. Uh, I think they had been hit by a hurricane, and so they were trying to uh, just do anything to, to help their community. And so it has definitely been, uh, you know, a fun ride. Um, and it... it Almost felt like I had a second job on top of, you know, uh, still uh, trying to, you know, run the, a school um, and everything that comes along with that. So, um, yeah, it, it, it was a little wild. That's, uh, you know, and when you say it's run by the students, I, it's interesting, right, uh, to me, because the you have students that manage the store, students that stock the store, students that bag um, how does, uh, outside that, number one, we, as you said, it's voluntary, but how are students selected? And then a little deeper into how does the program work? Who has access to the grocery store? Okay. Uh, so when it started, um, I asked, invited a couple of students, uh, that I, I knew that I had worked with and been around a lot and just had a huge heart and just really loved, you know, helping people. And so those, those three uh, students started out as our store managers um, because we started out very small um, because, again, this was not a program that I could reach out and call somebody else because it was really the first of its kind. Um, and so we were, trying, we were really building the airplane as we were flying it. Uh, and so I started out with three store managers, and they you're right, they help with – uh, inventory. They, they help with stocking the shelves. They help with purchase orders. They help uh, when we're open to the community on, on Tuesdays. Um, and uh, and so when it, when it started, some of the other students started seeing what was going on. And they, they were a little interested, um, you know, just asking questions. Hey, you know, where, where are they going? Why, why do they get to do that? Um, and so as we've, we've grown and, and, and got the program going, uh, we really, uh, because we saw that students were taking an interest in it. And so we were trying to use that as a, a learning opportunity. So we developed a, almost a, a, an interview type process where students had to, they had to have references, they had to be passing and making good grades uh, and those type things to be a part of it. And so that's kind of how it started. And then as students graduate, uh, some of our other our store helpers. Uh, so probably in total, we probably have five or six students that are a part of the grocery store. Um, and, and so as students graduate, then other students kind of move up in that the store manager type role. Um, 
But as far as, uh, you know, how, how it works, um, there is no uh, requirement. There's no, um, you know, we don't ask questions. If you come to the grocery store, uh, we're going to help you out. And so it is open every Tuesday from 6 to 7 uh, p.m. at Linda Tut High School. Um, you know, and, and we have tried some different things um, as far as, you know, how do you, uh, how do you, how do you get choice in, in the groceries? And really, so when we started, because of COVID, visitors weren't allowed into the building. And so we have our volunteers. So we have a lot of student volunteers uh, on Tuesdays. And we also have additional uh, Sanger ISD staff that come out and volunteer. Uh, and I'm always there. Um, and so uh, we, you know, starting, it was our volunteers would go through the aisles and they would pick uh, just various items just uh, from each aisle. Uh, and then they would bag up the groceries and then they would take them out to the vehicles. And so um, we've probably averaged about 25-ish, 25, 30 families every Tuesday. Uh, and sometimes it increases. Sometimes uh, we, we don't have as many. Uh, but we are, um, you know, recently we've reached out to the Tarrant County Food Bank uh, because they have a really uh, cool mobile uh, food pantry that has uh, milk and uh, has meats and it has produce uh, that if you, if you reach out, because we got to give them, uh, I think, a two-week notice, uh, but they'll come out. Uh, and it's, again, it, there's really there's no qualifications. You know, I, I think they may ask a couple more questions uh, than we do, because the only thing we ask is uh, your name, how many people uh, that are in your family, um, and that's about it. Uh, and so... If, if families come to us on Tuesdays, we're always happy to help. That's fantastic. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. Wow. So um, what about during the summertime? Is it open in the summertime when the kids are out of school? Yes. So we are open year-round. Um, I think we've only closed... I could probably count on one hand how many times we have closed in the past three years. Um, you know, if, if we have closed, it's because of, um, we have closed before for a community event. Uh, it may have been like the back to school fair. Um, so we've closed a couple of times for that, or maybe for ice, uh, you know, that, that type thing, if school is closed and the roads are not safe. Um, but yeah, we're open pretty much year round, uh, to, to help anybody. So, Anthony, do you guys take donations for the store? And if so, how would people go about that? Okay. Um, yes, absolutely. Uh, so the purpose of the store is uh, it was designed to run off of partnerships within the community. So we have been fortunate uh, to have uh, businesses, local businesses, um, actually have food drives and, and donate food to our, our store. So, I mean, we've had real estate uh, companies uh, do food drives and, and bring that to us. We've had um, the, a local dentist, uh, some local churches, the school district, uh, some of the schools, especially with Thanksgiving coming up. Um, they've done different type food drives. Um, but really, that is, that's the whole uh, design behind the grocery store is really building partnerships uh, with that. So, 
if uh, you know if anybody wants to donate, uh, you are more than welcome to call up to the school um, or just come by on a Tuesday evening uh, and come and, and ask us questions, and we'll absolutely you know we'll we'll uh, partner with you and. Uh, you know, just as we have the, the local businesses, we also have partnerships with uh, some local people in the community. Uh, there's a gentleman that has uh, a, a little garden um, that he has donated, uh, cucumbers, squash, zucchini, okra, uh, some fresh vegetables. Um, we've had a few local farmers with chickens, and so they've donated eggs. So I've actually learned a whole lot about eggs that I've never <laughs> thought about before. Um, but... Uh, you know that that is that's really the design of the store is really getting the community involved. And as you said, you have more than more than just a, the store program. Can you think of any uh, with the store any of your other programs? Do you have any immediate needs that you could think of that the community might be able to help you guys with? Um, you know the the challenging uh, one of the challenging parts of. Uh, our school is that our student population is very mobile. Uh, so in our choice program, students are, they're working at their own pace. So I guess, you know, the really neat thing is um, because it's on the computer working at their own pace. And so when they're done with their classes, they're done, they can walk out the door and they're a graduate. You know, we can print off their, their transcript, um, you know, and really that is if they're going to college or they're going, uh, if it's for a work reason, they can take that with them. Uh, we do have one graduation at, at the end of the school year. Um, and then in our, um, in the other programs as well, it, you know, when, when they uh, are successful, uh, either they are graduating or they're returning back to their home campus. So, so that's, that's kind of a, a challenge um, that we have uh, as far as uh, families really uh, uh being a, a part of the the school because it is so mobile. You know, the, the students are, are in and out and they're, and they're with us and they're not with us very long. Um, and so, it, you know, we, we can always use more partnerships with the grocery store. Uh, there, you know, there's different uh, things that we can do. Uh, there have, you know, we're extremely grateful for all the donations uh, that we do receive um, but we could also do uh, maybe targeted food drives. Maybe if there was uh, somebody that wanted to donate, uh, you know, we have a, a peanut butter and jelly aisle. Uh, and so maybe if there was a, a food drive and you just focused on maybe peanut butter and jelly or some fruits, um, any of those type things, like uh, we also have pasta aisle, we have our canned goods, we have a cereal aisle. And so uh, there's just different ways that, uh, you know, community members can can get involved. And so, um, yes, we are open to, to any partnerships uh, because really that's what it's about. It's really about the community getting involved with the school. Wonderful. Well, I thank you for the programs that you're doing. It's wonderful. And um, uh, it's, one, it's amazing how one small thing, one small conversation that you had that you were not expecting really caused a ripple effect, not just locally, but you know, you're helping, the idea is helping people nationwide for sure. And that's awesome. Good job. Yeah. I think one of the most exciting things is, you know, when you start a program, you know, you really want it to be successful for your, your, your group that you're focused on. Uh, you know, and our, our focus was the students and the community of Sanger. Uh, 
Um, but we've had other schools uh, replicate our, our grocery store program. So Delay Middle School in Louisville, uh, they have a grocery store in their school. Uh, it's definitely a different population because at Lindestad High School, we probably have 70-ish, 70 to 80 students, and they have about 1,000. And so that's definitely, you know, you got to have some uh, different strategies uh, about that. Uh, and so they target, you know, specific groups that are that have really high needs. Uh, we've also had, uh, I think it's ODY at high school in Fort Worth, has started an, or an opened a grocery store. Terrell Middle School uh, has opened a grocery store. And so uh, working with Texas Health, uh, their goal was uh, to raise over $2 million dollars to replicate this program in 10 other schools in the local uh, North Texas area uh, that, that really need it. So uh, that's definitely neat, uh, you know, to be a part of the first uh, grocery store. Um, but it's, you know, it's kind of special when other schools want to follow what you do. So it's definitely, uh, it's been inspiring and, uh, you know, to us that we're able to help a lot of community members and, and really to teach the kids what it means to give back to your community. Because I know, you know, our students are not going to stay in Sanger forever. Uh, so my hope is just wherever they go, that they remember what we've done uh, and they're able to give back into their community wherever they go. Awesome. Yeah, Anthony, that's fantastic. And it's, I think it's so appropriate that you're here in November uh, for our podcast, because this is, a, this is a month that we typically sit around the table and, and give thanks. And, and sometimes, again, we forget that sometimes when an opportunity presents itself to, uh, to be kind or be thankful or be gracious or reach out and, and help somebody, we're not prepared to take that opportunity. But it sounds like you guys were prepared to take that opportunity, as, and it's, it's, uh, you're reaping magnificent benefits, not just by shaping the mind of the students, but the character of those young men and women as they step out in the world. So I, for one, am thankful for that on behalf of our community, and we really appreciate you guys. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And you've been listening to the 266 Express. I'm John Napa. Donna Green. And thank you so much for listening in to what's going on in our small little North Texas town. Mm-hmm.